good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome back to our podcast. And if you're a first timer, please be blessed and enjoy this episode. Today in our episode, we have a discussion about letting go and letting God. And with us, we have Deserve Blessing Zico. He's a very matured man in Christ. He loves the things of Christ. And I believe that we're going, we're going to learn so much from him about letting go and letting God. So, Blessing, you can just say one or two words about yourself. Hi, guys. Hi, Melissa. Wow, what an intro. Um, I'm not pretty sure if I'm that mature, but <laughs> I'll take it. Um, so, my name is Blessing, just as Melissa has mentioned. Um, I think most of the things you have said, I'm really passionate about um, the Word of God, sharing kingdom insights to stir up the greatness in people and being a vessel that God uses to unlock people's destinies. But basically, yeah, that's it. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. And as our custom is, we first pray before we get into our first our episode every single time. So today, he's going to grace us with a prayer. Thank you so much, Blessing, so you can pray for us. All right, and let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you, Lord, before your throne of grace. We are thankful, Jehovah God, even for this podcast, that we can use it, Father, as a medium to reach out to people who are going through different things, Lord, different struggles. And I pray, Father, that today, Father, you may use us as your vessels, Lord, to minister to these people. And I pray, Father, to everyone, Father, who's listening, that they may be ministered to, to them, Lord, by the Holy Spirit. And I pray, Jehovah Father God, that you give us even the things, Jehovah God, that we're going to say, the things that we're going to discuss. May it all be, Father, from the heavens and straight, Jehovah, from your heart to your people. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. 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 Thank you very much. Thank you so much. So we're going to start our episode. Um, so last week we talked about Hannah, how she had to let go and let God deal with the situation. Um, in Hannah's life, she was she could have been bitter in most of what was happening in her life she had a husband and the husband had another wife and yet the other wife had a child mm. but whilst Elkanah was still giving Hannah a double portion every single time she still felt the need of having a child she still knew what she needed in her life mm. so because of that reason she had to let go of the bitterness she had to let go of whatever she was feeling she mm. let it go at the altar of God and mm. that moment when she let go and decided that God take the will in my life that's mm. the moment when she conceived that's the moment when God started dealing with her life the moment mm. she let go of control in her life right so mm. we're going to be talking about that um mm. blessing what do you say about Hannah's situation well personally just as you were as you were, as you were talking um there's something that I see here with Hannah and that is she knew where to go you know most of the times we have um these things that we're struggling with or we're in different situations um different circumstances all together mm-hmm. um i'll tell you about my story um about how i had to let go of the bitterness that i had um it was all directed towards my my father because it never been there but yeah. for me it was knowing where where i would go to then be in a place where I can actually let go of all that bitterness, that unforgiveness, that resentment, and then all of that. But I see Hannah knew because she went to the temple to pray. You know, she knew that God was the person, or God 
was the only one who could actually really help it actually reminds me of the scripture um jeremiah 29:11, where it says for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future so i, I personally believe that when you know that god has a plan for you yeah. it's it's it makes it easier for you to then uh, be in a place where you can actually let go. Just as we see Hannah, she actually went to the temple. I mean, I'm not pretty sure about um, the time that she really lived. Um, she might have really gone to a Nganga, to a Sangoma. Yeah. Um, different avenues. You know, different avenues to really be in a place where she can get help or assistance or let go. But she knew that if she went to the temple, God was actually going to hear her mm-hmm. and actually give her sand yeah that's actually wonderful and powerful really because most times in our lives like personally speaking there are moments where i don't actually want to be in the word because i'm feeling so many things so bit so much bitterness and i just want to deal with things my own way Mm -hmm. but in dealing with them my own way it actually gets worse it's never been better dealing with it my own way i've never been better so Mm -hmm. in your own life did you ever deal with situations your own way and kind of put god on the side actually when i think of us um like i grew up without my 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 dad he was really a drunkard um i was really angry really growing up because i grew up in you know in, in families where there was both you know the the the, the parents mm-hmm. and me being extended family i would actually see what had actually happened to the immediate family um you know how it is when you are in a place where people actually plan a vacation and yeah. you're not part of it and you see how people are excited about it the love that they're sharing with their parents and you're thinking well my my father's not dead he is there but he does not care you know so growing up i didn't know how to deal with that to the point that um i was really a quiet person i'm 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 naturally an introvert so i'd really sit you know in these dark corners and just while in pain um i couldn't open up even to anyone but as i was dealing with that in that way i i i found out that it was actually making things you know how it is when i think it was mandela who said this that sometimes resentment uh if you, if you don't forgive someone and you develop this resentment towards that person, it's like drinking poison or hoping that it would kill the other person. Yeah, yeah. But in the end, it actually kills who? It kills you. Yeah. You know, so I actually realized when I was growing up, it was actually killing me. It was actually killing my personality. Um, it was really assassinating even um, some tenets of my character as well because I wasn't really opening up. I wasn't open. Um, I thought I would do things my own way. Um, be in a place where I can just be quiet um, but in that place I was actually being um, um, I'd actually say my heart was actually eroding away because of all that anger that hurt and all of that to the point that at some point growing up you know because of peer pressure and friends <laughs> in high school I am um, there's a point where I found myself in <laughs> circles that i'm not really proud of (laughs) when i actually look back um i'm actually surprised that at some point i tried with um alcohol um it was all crazy because i was just trying to deal with all of this and i didn't know how to deal with it so i then tried to tend to alcohol tend to weed um, to friends but still you know it wasn't working it was actually making things worse yeah yeah 
yeah, yeah i really get you you know um most times we find certain avenues to deal with our pain but we don't want to confront it head on we don't want yeah. to we don't talk about it you know this yeah. whole keeping it inside i will deal with it my own way yeah. when everyone is around i'm happy i have this you know this face it, mm-hmm. it happens a lot of times in our lives and that kills you like really kills you mm-hmm. and it does no help to you and god wants us to let it out he wants us to sit at his table to sure. tell him to god you know what abc is happening exactly. to me he doesn't condemn us for how mm. we feel if mm. you feel bitter that's how you feel tell god this is how mm. i feel exactly. and let exactly. him deal with your situation exactly. because sometimes you know i've noticed that there are certain moments when we come before god mm. and try to pretend to god and yeah. act as if we are okay to god yeah. but then we're forgetting that god even knows your inner thoughts before mm. you even talk about it before you even say anything god knows it he mm. created you he knows everything literally he's an all-knowing god yeah. so he knows it so we need to let it out to god let him be in our lives mm. let him be mm. part of our lives before anything else let him be part of it That's so So, that's really wonderful. I had to learn the hard way about it to let God in my life. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, hard way. Yeah. But but you know what I think? I think most of the times when we go through uh, these situations and circumstances like you're saying that you had to learn the hard this, way. The hard way. You actually then look at it um you know how it is when you know the saying that says you can only connect the dots when you're looking backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think sometimes true. God allows us to go through certain things. Through yeah. certain things. Look at the situation um Hannah's mm-hmm. situation. If Hannah had not gone through the situation that she went through, to be honest, we wouldn't have the story of Samuel. Exactly, we wouldn't. You know, we wouldn't. So it's only when you look back and then like, oh, okay, this is what God was actually doing or this is how God turned around the situation. Um there's this scripture that I love, this Philippians 4 verse 6. It says do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer petition with thanksgiving present your requests to God. Exactly. Yeah. Um I think when I was growing up I this scripture was <laughs> I never knew about it mm. to be honest. That's why I would try to deal with um the anger that I had in all of this um through the weed or finding myself in the circles. Um it only at a later stage when i actually realized that god actually cared mm-hmm. you know like the 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 first scripture that i alluded to earlier on jeremiah 29 11 that god actually has a plan for me yeah. so whatever that i'm going through um even if i'm i'm in i'm in all of this it doesn't negate the plans that god has for me yes i'm going through all of this but god definitely has a plan so i had actually to learn to really let go by praying to God actually opening up opening up about my feelings and being in a place where I was just like you know what God no more hiding yeah this is how I feel I hate him yeah. I had to be really honest yeah, about, it. about it I hate him um you know I had this hatred um that was so deep um to the point that at some point I really thought of actually even killing him if I demands oh, like wow. and it caused me so much pain mm-hmm. and also so much pain in my little brother's life like if i had the chance to take away his life i would have, have you know but i had to learn to say you know what god you have a plan for me mm-hmm. um you know how it is when in jeremiah when he says to jeremiah before i conceived you in your mother's womb mm-hmm. i knew you you know and the plan doesn't say i have a plan for you and your father mm-hmm. it says i have a plan for, for you, you meaning for me so i had to actually learn to say you know what god 
as much as this is the state um, that my father is in, mm-hmm. but you have a different plan for me altogether. Yeah. And I'm just going to let go, you know. And I had to make that decision when, on, on his burial in 2014. Yeah. Um, that's when I actually had to forgive him. I was like, you know what? Life is futile. Mm-hmm. You know, because life is short. Yeah, it's very um, short. Most of the times we harbor these uh, negative uh, emotions, mm-hmm. hatred, anger, resentment, and all of that. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you actually realize it really, do, it really mm-hmm. don't matter. And I was looking at it, I was actually looking at my, my, my father's casket going down. And I'm like, okay, this is it. He's mm. gone. What am I still going to do with all this hatred yeah. and all this anger and all of this? How is it going to help me if the man is gone? gone so yes. I think most of the times we are dealing with these situations. But at the end of the day, if you look at it through the eyes of eternity, mm-hmm. you actually then see it really don't matter. Because at some point, like all the things that we go through are seasonal. You know, at some point, this season is going to come to pass. But I don't want to really carry this resentment, this hatred, um, this anger in all of the seasons that I'm going through. Yeah. So I had to, like, God, I forgive him. Yeah. Um, I, I remember when I was asked to make a speech as a son, um, I, was, I then gave that speech, like, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to let go and I need to be free of all of yes. this. But yeah, it's been my story. Yeah, that's that's powerful. I remember um, you talked about God allows certain things to happen in our life. Mm. So when I think about that, I remember that sometimes that you, some things that we go through help us to then help those who go through the very same situations. That's God true. know that God knows that you are strong enough mm. not to fall. So yeah. He would allow it in your life because yeah. there are certain people who are not strong enough, and you are going to be strong enough for them. Mm. So mm. you had to mm. go through certain situations. That is that's, so true. That, that's true. That's amazing. And that is so true you talking about your dad and how you finally had to let go you mm. know um there's this talk about relapse you know when you say god i'm changing and yeah. you start forgiving you start um loving you start doing all these good things right and mm-hmm. letting people in your life and even letting god in your life but you know yeah it's, it's been um something that's that was deep for a long time in your life yeah true. where there's situations where you fell back and you're like, ah, you know what, I'm tired. Or you just stopped and you felt like it was no use. I think, yeah, personally what I would say is letting go is a process. Yeah. Um, you just don't wake up and say, I've let go and I'm done, I'm now cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to actually learn this also the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the time when I let go and actually made that speech, oh yeah, I forgive you and stuff and stuff mm-hmm. on his burial, then I was going to be cool. Yeah. Um, but throughout the years, there's so many things that really surfaced up um, where I needed a father, mm-hmm. you know. Um, there's so many things that were actually happening that I was actually thinking to myself, if my dad was here, I wouldn't have gone through this situation. Yeah. If my dad was here, probably he would have given me advice on um, how best can I make this decision, mm-hmm. you know. So I found myself, again, lonely, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I remember this Father's Day. Actually, we went to, I think it was on a Sunday. Um, and, the, and the preacher really preached a good message in my father's and stuff and stuff. And, and after that, um, I went home. <sighs> I was so miserable. Yeah. You know, coming from church, you know, you had friends around and all of that. But it's just in a place where I was now all alone. Yeah. I'm now actually thinking, if my dad was here, 
I'd have actually said to him, Happy Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And I found myself that I still had those feelings, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I remember I really soaked in my tears. I was just like, you know what, God, I really can't take this. Yeah. I wish he was really here. Um, it's really difficult, you know, actually, especially when you're a son. Mm-hmm. And, and at some point, you're also looking to being a dad. Mm-hmm. And you're like, God, my son's never going to have a grandfather. You know, mm-hmm. that's going to be, uh, you know, telling them stories, stories about, yeah. you know. Um, but in all of that still, um, I really thank God and the Holy Spirit that it would always um, take me back to his word. Mm-hmm. You know, that remember mm-hmm. I said I, I have a plan for you. Mm-hmm. But that's actually when I learned that, you know what, it's a process. Yeah. Um, little by little, bit by bit, precept by precept, I will get there. Mm-hmm. I can't say I'm yet there, but I will get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's, it's, it's a process, like everything is a process. There's certain situations that we can actually say, but you know what, I've changed. I've progressed and become better but i'm not there yet <laughs> you know um when you're talking about how you have to then go back to god and really assess your emotions and really yeah. be honest to yourself yeah. um our relationship with god has to be like that a father and a son That's and true. we shouldn't be scared to go before the father and tell him how we feel mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. how he's created that asmo- this atmosphere that we should always come to him with our burdens yeah. and cast our cares yeah. upon him you know so true. i feel like every situation we should just go before god as mm-hmm. difficult as it can be because mm-hmm. there are certain times when i'm like you know what i don't think you'll understand this <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, god understands yeah. everything true so we need to have that relationship with god father and mm-hmm. the son to mm-hmm. be relational with him exactly. in all spheres of life not just you know, in this situation, I feel like, no, this is more spiritual, so that's when I need God. Yeah. This is more maybe human or something. We that's need true. to, because he created this life, the human part in the spiritual life, so mm. he knows mm. how it is. And also how Jesus had to experience all these things. He understands. He knows mm. how we feel every emotion. He mm. knows it. So I feel like we should just yeah. be back to that relationship with God. You know what? It actually reminded me of a scripture. Hey, by the way, hey, I love scriptures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it reminded me of Hebrews 4, verse 15. Um, it says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, mm-hmm. but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Yes. And I think most of the times, um, we always look at God as this amazing powerful supreme being supreme yeah. being um he's perfect he's ne- there's not a point in his lifetime mm-hmm. or whatever in all of eternity where god has been found to have a weakness mm-hmm. and there you are you're feeling small you work yeah and you think well actually the bible says be holy as he is holy mm-hmm. be perfect as he is perfect and you're thinking to yourself hey the how can i actually attain now. yeah you know like how can i actually attain God's standard mm-hmm. when he is that holy, that perfect and this supreme being and I'm just here going through all of this but I love the scripture that it actually says Jesus Christ can actually sympathize with our weaknesses because mm-hmm. he lived a life um, that we are living today yeah. he actually went through most of the things that we went through but I guess it then comes with do you know that mm-hmm. you know, and, and as well if you know it are you, are you able to acknowledge it Yeah, you know that actually Jesus can actually sympathize. I think most of the times, um, if we do not know that and not acknowledge it, the Bible will actually repel us away. Mm-hmm. You 
know, because we're thinking, well, God is this big, I'm this small. Yeah. Um, yes, God wants me to be perfect as he is perfect. But, I mean, he's up there, I'm down here. You know, I'm the one who's going through all of those things. Yeah. You know, God is, for me, I was just like, God, you've never had a father. So, <laughs> yeah. how can you, you know, How can yeah. you really understand all of those things? But I guess that knowledge of knowing that Jesus Christ was in a place um, where he was tempted and all of that, mm-hmm. but he still remained resolute, also gives me that confidence to say, you know what, I can actually let go. Yes. And know that he sympathizes with me, even when I'm going through the process. Because I think also sometimes when we go through the process, um, we can lose focus. You know, because the, the process is, is painful and all of that. We can actually lose focus to the point you actually then have to quit. Like, I can't take tried, it. Yeah. You know, I remember there was a time... <laughs> um, there was a time that I actually wanted to commit suicide. Um, I was just like, I can't take it. I really can't. I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't take it. Yeah. Um, you know the word. The word says this and that and that. And you look at your life and the things that you're going through. And you're like, oh my God. Father, what's this? You know, but I suppose knowing that Jesus Christ, even though He's that supreme being and all of that, He actually does sympathize with my weaknesses. It actually makes it easier for me to go through the process. Yeah. That even sometimes when I fall, mm-hmm. um, I'm really quick to get up. You know how the Bible says a righteous man falls seven times, but he does get up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. When you're talking about this, I even remember a situation in my own life. You know, I've always been this bubbly person. I just love to talk and I'm always laughing (laughs) most of the time. (laughs) But sometimes I hide behind those laughs. I hide behind those smiles. Um, And there was one one time when I was really going through the most. But Mm. I was making everyone happy and I was even laughing myself. And at the end of the day, I remember that night, I even wanted to... um, to commit suicide that day um i was um at use it i remember mm-hmm. and they you know the hostels they are these first floor and all so i was mm-hmm. there and i actually wanted to throw myself off okay. and i had actually gone at the edge mm-hmm. if not my friend if not my friend who took me from that place we could be talking about a different story right now wow. but i hadn't let go or let anyone know how i was feeling mm-hmm. until i had to tell someone yeah. And the way they understood me, the way they comforted me, made me realize that actually God sends these people mm. to mm. to flag his relationship with us. Because you know what? True. I understand. I know what you're going through. So I feel like mm. we we just go through these things. And also, yeah. sometimes when we read the Bible and how, God, how Jesus sympathizes with us, mm-hmm. we, like you're saying, we need to know that he really sympathizes with us mm-hmm. i think we read the bible as if these characters were extraordinary characters they're different from <laughs> yeah, us you yeah, know and yeah yeah we can't really be the same you know they're yeah. extraordinary like we read about paul how he was stoned how he was imprisoned and he still was serious about god mm-hmm. but when we read about it i used to read about him like ah, you know what these times it was easy you know these times that's how it was but <laughs> yeah. in my own life I'm like, ah, no, it doesn't work that way. In my own life, I'm weak and it doesn't work that way. Until Mm -hmm. I had to be relational. Because you know what? The Bible is still happening until it's still happening. And I just need uh, every situation to go through. You find a character that went through the same thing. Mm -hmm. If you actually Mm -hmm. 
look into it that's so true, the true. way they dealt with it it can actually help you but you know what this thing's happened and this this person um came out of it beautiful even mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we should we need to be relational with the bible that's so true i think talking about you know being relational with the bible and being relational mm-hmm. with god it also speaks to being relational with other people as well mm-hmm. um like for my example i was really close i was never open yeah. Um, it's only to the point when I began to really open up about how I was feeling mm-hmm. that I actually felt better. Yeah. You know, and actually, do you know that sometimes um, I've heard of the saying that when God wants to help someone, He's not really going to come down from heaven to help yes. that person, but He's going to do it through another person. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes opening up is starting that process of really letting go. Yeah. So that when you have all of these negative emotions and all of that, you are in a place where you can actually open up to another person mm-hmm. and God can actually then use that person to minister to you. Yes. Um, you know how the Bible says, be still and mm-hmm. know that, that I am God. Mm-hmm. Trusting him that even when you open up to, to other else, people, yeah. God is still going to minister through them and you're mm-hmm. going to have that love and all of that. So it really makes sense what you're saying that we have to be relational with the Bible and not just read it as a story. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. That's David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And also, um, when we're talking about how we should be relational with the Bible, and also, I think of that story of Hannah. The moment, you know, before she went before God, she was fasting. She wasn't eating. Mm. And her face was pale, how the Bible explains it. Yeah. And I remember how after she let it go after she let god into her life mm. she left the altar and started eating you mm. know she left a burden and she's now happier she's now eating knowing that god yeah. is in control yeah. so i feel like yeah. that's how yeah. life should be letting go and having faith even exactly. before anything happens because it's at good. that moment she hadn't conceived mm-hmm. but she left the altar and started wow. eating and wow. living life as if wow. everything has already happened wow. that was faith good to god can do it in my life you know it's, you know i'm actually thinking of this i'm actually reflecting on this but sometimes when we fail to let go mm-hmm. um and not have that faith that when we have prayed um that god is actually going to come through yeah. what we actually do is we slow ourselves mm-hmm. and we continue carrying this burden to the point that it gets too mm-hmm. heavy that it begins even to uh work det- to, to our detriment in terms of our faith Mm-hmm. To the point that you begin to think, well, God doesn't listen. Yeah. God yeah. doesn't see me. God doesn't hear me. God doesn't care. Mm-hmm. But most of the times, it's because we haven't we haven't really learned to let go, and in, in, in the way that you're actually uh, mm-hmm. saying in terms of having that faith that Hannah had to say, you know what, I've here here I am, God. Here are my yeah. burdens. And after that, get to a place where you know I'm just gonna fist knowing mm-hmm. that God you're going to come through I think for me I've had a problem with that um, <laughs> I would go to God with my burdens and when I'm in the prayer closet yeah. I feel light like oh wow thank yeah. you Jesus um, but what I'd have done is when I get into the prayer closet I leave my burdens at the door mm-hmm. right? and then when I'm actually going out of the prayer closet mm-hmm. I then take my burdens with me and then again, yeah. you know but actually being in that place where I have to really let go and let go of these burdens at his feet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then come out very light and be in a place where I can actually be joyous yes. and be bubbly like you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So 
um <clears throat> so i feel like this this was really powerful this was like amazing i i'm enjoying it mm-hmm. but because of our time we would need to you know yeah come to a conclusion um but this was powerful yeah. what would just a short word you'd just like to say to the audience about letting go and letting god well i i'd love you with the scripture um romans 8:28 mm-hmm. it says and we know that in all things god works for the good of those who love him yes. who have been called according to his purpose mm-hmm. um so always know that whatever situation you're going through that you need to let go always know that god is working for your good yes. god is working for your good it will make it easier for you to let go of whatever burden that you're carrying mm-hmm. i had to i had to learn to let go of the unforgiveness that i had towards my father yeah. i had to learn to let go of suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. but it is now understanding that you know what god has a plan for me and god is actually working for my good mm-hmm. and and not for my for my detriment yeah you know yeah. so i'll leave you with that scripture <laughs> thank you so much blessing it is this was a delight this was powerful really it was amazing i hope yeah. that you are helped i hope that you're blessed by this episode um and just like he said god works for the good of those who love him like he does and we need to just let it go and according to this discussion it's not easy it's not just 1 plus 1 and everything you know comes out perfect it's not easy but let's not lose hope let's keep going keep going until the very end you know we need to keep going so thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for being here i hope you're blessed and i hope your week is blessed can you just go through this week and letting god do with your situation and just let god touch on your heart let god minister to you through the people around you you know yeah thank you very much so blessing you could actually just grace us with just a prayer to close awesome before i pray i actually want to thank you for giving me this opportunity <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. was really awesome and i'm actually certain that we have to go um, i pray i'll come next week yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but hopefully. anyway hopefully <laughs> actually let us pray heavenly father thank you for the session that we had We are so grateful to you, so grateful to your word, so grateful to your Holy Spirit, and so grateful to you, Lord Jesus Christ, that you sympathize with our weaknesses. Father, I pray for each and every person, Father, who is listening. I pray, O oh God, that they have been blessed, and I pray they have been ministered to. And I pray, O oh God, that we shall hear testimonies, Father, of those that have been listening as they let go and let you, God, deal with it, and just be still and know that you are God. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. So we meet next week, same time, same place. Enjoy your week. Thank you.